slide being launched in 2014. His team, 2014, his team of 22 folks located between New York City and Costa Rica are helping you quickly create much more presentable presentations. Folks are switching from things like PowerPoint and really engaging with his software. They're doing about 122 grand per month. Last year in 2016, did about 750 grand. They've raised $850,000 in funding and they're currently serving 2,500 customers, paying on average 50 bucks a month with a uh, CAC of 150 and a lifetime value somewhere around 1,000. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. This is episode 745. Coming up tomorrow morning, Hal joins us. Hal worked with Bill Gates. He gives us the inside scoop on what it's like to work with the billionaire. But why did this founder leave Microsoft to start his own thing? Tune in to find out. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Jose Gayaso. He is a growth hacker, co-founder, and CEO at a company called Slide Bean. He's also a 500 Stars alumni and a frequent Flyer Miles hoarder. Gayo, are you ready to take us to the top? Awesome. Uh, thanks for having me, Nathan. Where do you like flying? Uh, mostly, so I find, you know, we have two offices, one in New York City, one in Costa Rica, so I'm usually fine between the both, but I always do my best to afford as many miles. Where are you now? Uh, this is Costa Rica. This is part of our Costa Rica office. Very, very cool. Okay, what is Slide Bean and, and how do you make money? So we uh, we have a, a web-based uh, tool for making presentations, but the, the big difference with uh, any other tool out there is that we focus so much on making it more efficient. So the idea is that whenever you add your, you, all, all you need to do is add your content, and then we automatically take that and make a stunning presentation, autom uh, you know, automatically. So that you know, it, in the end, the companies that end up uh, working with us and switching from whatever tool they were using before is because we save them so much time. We, we it's a subscription service. Got it. And what are people typically switching from? Um, mostly PowerPoint, uh, but we do have some, you know, former Prezi people uh, that also, you know, are looking for a more efficient way to do it. Mm -hmm. And you said folks pay you kind of a monthly fee. What do they pay you on average? Yeah, um, so uh, our team plans uh, start at $49 a month. Uh, but you know, if you, and and you know that gives you unlimited presentations and all our features. It actually includes uh, um, some design services from our own design team. Uh, but you can also purchase a single presentation if you don't need to use it in a, in a recurring basis. Uh, okay, w what's most of your revenue come from? The recurring model or the one-time model? Absolutely, the recurring model. Okay, so, um, what, do so what do people pay on average for the recurring model per month? Yeah, that's that's around that. It's around forty-nine a month. That's our most popular plan. Forty-nine, got it. Good. And then, so take us back and give me some history here. When did you launch the company? So we started this uh, back in 20, 2014. Um, you know, originally we focused in, in and you know, it, it's part of this growth hacking process. Originally, we focused in end users, and we expected those to be uh, the majority of our customers. But then we realized that most end users don't need to present on a, on a, on a regular basis. So when we when we started switching and, and developing features to serve businesses, that's when we started seeing um, much more significant growth. So you you basically switched from selling direct to the end consumer to actually selling to a business that's doing presentations every month, and obviously that's when you saw the change. Exactly, exactly. So so that's obviously a, like a good way to tackle churn, right? So what's your monthly churn at now? So we were able to bring that churn down from 
you know, somewhere, somewhere between the 15% range uh, to actually negative churn on the on you know on our most recent uh, on our most recent user base. Well, don't don't um, give me don't give don't give me don't give me revenue churn though. I know you can obviously have negative revenue churn, which is great. But what was your gross customer churn last month? Oh, your customer churn. So, um, you know, it, uh, it ended up being around three, three point five percent. Okay. Like monthly. Yeah. Monthly. Good. Three point five percent. That's great. And and so, what would you credit? I mean, that's a dramatic drop. So, fifteen percent monthly churn is like you don't have a SaaS business, right? Like you're going to be bankrupt in two months, right? <laughs> how did, how, what was the number one thing you did yeah. to drive it from fifteen percent churn down to three point five percent monthly churn? You know, we, we tried, we, we, we call it the half measures. So we tried the half measures from, you know, offering more features like discounting the price and so on. And, you know, that stuff, you know, helped move the churn needle a little bit, but it didn't really make any significant changes. Uh, what we saw, um, and then one of the problems we found was that our product, at that point, our product was priced at 29 a month. So actually increasing the pricing was what uh, helped our churn drop significantly. And by increasing the pricing, I mean, uh, shifting to a different type of user and apparently changing the business model by offering this one-time presentation option so that people that don't need a subscription don't have to subscribe one and then uh, keeping the subscription and the premium value only for the people that really need it. And so what, how many customers or businesses are you are using you today? So we're in around 2,500 businesses. Okay, and these are all paying customers? Yes. Sorry, you cut out. They're all paying customers. Yeah, that's right. They're all, Got they're it. All paying customers. So, so I can obviously your ARPU is about fifty bucks. Can I take fifty times twenty five hundred and assume you're doing what about one hundred twenty grand per month in MRR? Um, yeah, something like that. Yep. Um, what? Uh, well, tell me more, kind of, about the team, right? So you launched in twenty fourteen. What are you guys at now in terms of team size? And explain to me the dichotomy and, and why you chose to have office in Costa Rica and an office in New York. So I'm originally from Costa Rica, and then I like to think that I'm not a big fan of outsourced teams, and I'm not a big fan of, fan of remote work. Like, I don't think that that works significantly well. I still believe that, like, in-office collaboration is the best. So um, the big difference here is that our Costa Rica team is not really our outsourced team. Like, uh, two of my co-founders are based here. Uh, you know, actually, we have a very large team here, around 20 people. And we have a couple people in New York City, plus me, uh, who I'm usually traveling back and forth. Um, so the advantage in Costa Rica is that we could find most of the most of the talent for dev, for design, for customer support and customer success. We could hire that talent in Costa Rica uh, at a significantly lower rate than we would in New York City. So that has given us a, a, high, a much higher advantage. Uh, so Jose, so again, how, what's your team size? Obviously, we know now that why they're split between New York City and Costa Rica, but how many folks are on the team? So we're uh, 22 people at this point. 22 and have you decided to bootstrap the company or have you raised capital uh so we have we have raised uh, a small seed round but um uh we all we all have to stay in the brink of profitability um so our team costs you know we're, we're burn around 10 20k per month okay. uh, which is small considering the you know the size of our team but you know we we are confident then you know if we ever start running out of cash in the bank from our round we can very easily scale the Operation back a little bit and then be back in, in the profitable range. So, how much have you raised? Uh, we total 850k on a on a seed round. Okay, got it. So, 850k raised. You're burning 10 to 15 or 10 to 20 grand per month. You've got a team of about 20 people between uh, or 22 people between New York City uh, and Costa Rica. Uh, how are you finding? I mean, 2,500 customers is not easy. How are you finding new customers? And what's your customer acquisition cost? 
So we, we acquire a customer for around 150 bucks, which is actually very good for us. Um, um, and then the reason why we were able to bring that cost so low is because we, we kind of hacked SEO. Um, you know, we, we competing in SEO with, you know, with our competitors, Prezi, PowerPoint is very hard. They obviously have more years and more presence online. Uh, but we were able to find very specific keywords that businesses, specifically businesses that were looking to make presentations, were Googling. And we found those keywords with AdWords. So we would advertise and target the keyword through AdWords to confirm that that keyword was actually valuable for us in terms of the type of traffic that it brought. And then we focused our SEO efforts exclusively on those keywords, um, not on the other, like the broad presentation software stuff. And you said 150 is a good number for you guys, or, or you said, quote, so cheap. Um, how do you know it's good? What's your lifetime value? Um, yeah, so our lifetime value, you know, lasts, uh, is actually around over $1,000 um, with, you know, with our new customers and our, our, our churn started reducing. Um, you know, that's new as, you know, with, with our recent, more recent progress in churn, but, you know, through most of the lifetime of the company, we've acquired customers for 100 to $150, and we have a lifetime value of 500 to 700 Got it. And so you're assuming what customers are saying with you for, call it, kind of like 18 to 24 months, something like that? Uh, that's right. Yep. yep. Just based on that churn, it's around 18 months. Very, very, very cool. And then I want to get a sense of kind of uh, what you're spending on paid acquisition per month. So like last month, how much did you spend on AdWords and everything else that's paid marketing? So total marketing, and I actually include the team costs here, the marketing team costs in, okay. in, in that map, uh, is around 25 to 35K, depending on, depending on the month. We try to scale that by 10, 15% each month. Um, always assuming that the existing month, you know, was profitable and we got the correct economics. If we get the correct economics, then we scale 10, 15%. Got it. And, and what is, so that 150 you gave me for CAC, that's fully weighted, that includes marketing salaries? Yeah, that's right. That includes our marketing team. Got it. And so when you look at, when you look at your gross margin, is there any, are the, do you have any hidden costs or are you up there in the 85, 88 kind of percent range? Um, it's actually, it's actually a little bit lower than that. We're on okay. the 75 to 80% range, okay. uh, mainly because we have, we have a large wholesales and design team, you know, just to, you know, to provide this premium service that we, that we advertise. Um, so for example, again, customers have access to our design team to help them with, you know, critical presentations or with, uh, with specific things that they maybe couldn't solve that they need special assistance on. Um, so that, you know, that increases our, our cost a little bit of serving a customer, but it's still well within our comfortable range. And before we wrap up here, uh, Jose, what's your goal for this year? Uh, what, what do you, what would you be really happy if you hit in terms of revenue? So we're absolutely expecting to get to $2 million in ARR. Um, again, since we have this bootstrap operation, um, we, we don't really need to raise money as urgently. So we're, you know, we're stretching and trying to speed up our growth as much as possible uh, until we get to two to three million dollars. And then we believe that like, that would be a great opportunity to, you know, to start approaching investors. Yep. So you're 122 grand now. You want to scale up to about 180 grand, which would put you at a two million dollar ARR rate. You want to do that by December 2017. Is that accurate? That's true. That's right. Yes. That's awesome. And then what? Just so we understand growth, what did you do in 2016? Um, so 2016 was kind of like the, the the big spike in our organic traffic. So that actually increased our competition. You know, we we used to pay 200 to 250 to acquire our customers, but then when when that organic reach and that um, you know those SEO rankings and, and Google rankings started uh, paying out, paying back. Uh, that's where our, our acquisition costs decreased. Kaya, though, what was total revenue in 2016, though? Uh, well, I, I don't know that one. It's probably going to be around 750k. Um, okay. I don't know exactly. 
That was just to be clear. That was last year, 2016. You think it was around 750? Yeah, I believe so. Got it. Got it. Good. So 750 going up to ideally a run rate of, of 2 million. So double year over year. That would be very good growth. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data uh, metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This that database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. Guys, big news. Last month was a huge month for the company I recently acquired, which was www.thetopinbox.com. I liked the company so much when I met the person who created it. It lets you send emails later on Gmail, set up reminders like snooze almost to keep your inbox clean, do things like send auto follow-ups and do open tracking so you know when your emails get opened. It's great if you're in sales or a CEO or trying to be more productive. So listen, I bought the whole company on the spot and I wanna tell you how I did it. I've showed the deal, by the way, to big smart people, private equity firms, VCs, and they're dumbfounded. They go, Nathan, how did you do this? We've never seen a deal like this. How did you do this? So I did an unbelievable deal and I wanna show you the income report. So for me to send you the income report, go to www.thetopinbox.com, click the red button that says install this on Gmail. And when you do that, my email will appear. It'll appear in a little uh, Gmail pop-up window. Send me an email and I'll reply immediately with the income report. And you can see how I'm buying and growing small B2B SaaS companies. That's www.thetopinbox.com. Totally free to try and use. www.thetopinbox.com. Let's wrap up here, uh, Jose, with the famous five. You ready? Let's do it. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, probably the, uh, the Lean Startup or, uh, or Traction. Those are my two favorite and, and big one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, I always follow uh, Josh Pickford from Vermetrics. I think his blog is amazing. And we've, we've copied and learned a lot so much from the stuff that he writes. Number two, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Acuity Scheduling? Um, Amy, uh, uh, X.AI, uh, the automated virtual assistant. Oh, Jose, I hate that thing. There are so many CEOs <laughs> that I'm trying to schedule a meeting with, and they say, oh, I'm going to introduce you to Amy. She'll help us find a time. I just I, I ignore the CEO completely. That thing is so broken. Why do you use it? Why do you like it? Um, it, it usually works. Again, it, has, it still has its perks, but um, uh, it saves me so much time. Uh, Calendly is my other alternative for that, and I, I have to go back to Calendly sometimes. Yeah, but Amy's. You, you know, they'll hear about this, and they'll hopefully they'll they'll respond. No, no, no. They know about it. I've told them before. Uh, number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, wow, like uh, six hours, I would say. Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? Uh, I live with my girlfriend and we have one kid. Oh, very cool. Okay, good. And what's, uh, uh, how, old, how old are you? I am 28. 28. Very good. So last question. Take us home. Take us back eight years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? 
um, that I had to quit my my stupid day job and you know to build something for myself. That's that's if I would have done that earlier, I would have had so much more time to experiment and fail. Um, you know, rather than you know having commitments and and debt and and bills to pay and then having to uh, you know be much more serious and less risky about the stuff that I do. There you guys have it from Jose. He goes by Kaya. He would have quit uh, the, all these commitments earlier and launched into entrepreneurship much faster. He's now sitting on a rocket ship with Slidebean, launched in 2014. His team, 2014, his team, 22 folks located between New York City and Costa Rica are helping you quickly create much more presentable presentations. Folks are switching from things like PowerPoint and really engaging with his software. They're doing about 122 grand per month last year. Year in 2016 did about 750 grand they've raised $850,000 in funding and they're currently serving 2,500 customers paying on average 50 bucks a month with a uh, CAC of 150 and a lifetime value somewhere around 1,000 Jose thank you for taking us to the top awesome. if you enjoyed Jose today go back and listen to Jessica yesterday companies pay her 10 to $100,000 per year to text their customers funny messages why do people pay so much for that